I happened to be driving in my car yesterday, because that's how I drive, <laughs> and I passed by a the Richland County Public Library here in downtown Columbia, and above their sign, it was affixed there, the Trans Pride Progress flag, and I thought to myself, self, that seems odd, and then my brain went on a rabbit trail. Oh, dear. We have a new state religion. We actually have a religion that is intrinsically connected to our country now. It's not it's established. It's not Christianity. It's not Islam. It's not Judaism or Taoism or Hinduism or name any other religion you want, whatever the Unitarian Universalists are doing these days. It's actually pride. And it goeth before the fall. We talk about it today on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. That's right. You're going to leave today feeling uplifted. Encouraged, even. Entertained, certainly. (laughs) Perhaps. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser, here with you on the fastest-growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. It's Tuesday, October 24th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Ding. We're so glad you're joining us on the program today. Again, we're just under two weeks away from our event with Chloe Cole in North Spartanburg at First Baptist North Spartanburg on Monday, November the 6th. It's free, F-R-E-E. That spells free. If you want more information about that event, you can go to palmettofamily.org. Click on the Stop the Insanity tab. You can get your free tickets there. If you want to support the event, you can go to that same webpage. We have everything you need right there for you. Mentioned in the open, you know, I'm struggling with this idea because, Mitch, and we weren't planning on doing a show today, but I thought this is good, and then more stuff has happened. Yeah. there's this overwhelming sense that if you're not if you're not in it, then you're against it. So I'm against it. The fact that I you know, your flag is one thing, I suppose. Um the proliferation of said flag has become a problem when it's affixed when it's affixed to government buildings, mm-hmm. when it's flying over our embassies and mm-hmm. foreign lands. Yeah. When the White House is painted those or not painted, but lit up those colors. Or when it's hung in congruity with the American flag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As their equals. Yeah. There's problems. Now immediately I know what you're saying, Justin. Get with the program. We're not this is not some new religion. It's a standard of living it's love because apparently love is love. You can define with with Oil the term water now. Is water? Let's look at a few examples. These are internationally recognized gay days. That's what I'm calling them. Great. A gender pride day on May 19th. These are internationally what? recognized. A gender. Aromantic Aromantic Spectrum Awareness Week happens the first full okay. week following Valentine's right. Day. <laughs> Aromantic Visibility Day, June 5th. Dang, I should have gotten married on June 5th and not June 6th. I don't love anyone. International Asexuality Day is April 6th. Ace Week. How many of these are there? Bisexual Awareness Week. Bisexuality Day. Gender Fluid Visibility Week. Uh, that's right now, actually. Today's the last day. Hope you uh, hope you lit the menorah. Uh, Drag Day is July 16th. International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. No one's scared of these people. May 17th. International Day of Pink is the second Wednesday in April. Uh, we wear pink in October for breast cancer awareness. 
October 26th, two days from now, is Intersex Awareness Day. Mitch, make sure you wear your button. Um, Intersex Day of Remembrance, because we need to remember all the intersex people, is November 8th. Lesbian Day is October the 8th. I would argue that if you are a lesbian, every day is Lesbian Day. October 11th is National Coming Out Day. Non-Binary Awareness Week starts on the... Sunday or Monday surrounding July 14th. That's very specific. I'm going to take a nap while you finish. Great. Non-binary People's Day is July 14th. Pansexual and Pan-Romantic Awareness Day is May 24th. Pronoun Day is the third Wednesday in October. I think that just happened. Trans Awareness Month is November. Trans Awareness Week is the 13th through the 19th of November. Transgender Day of Remembrance because we need to remember and memorialize those who have been murdered as a result of transphobia on November 20th. Trans Day of Visibility is March 31st. Transparent Day. Does that mean you're transparent? No. It's the parent of a trans person. That day is to celebrate the love of transgender parents. That's the first Sunday in November. That's coming up I in two weeks. Scroll back through these really quick because it on this it, it is a Wikipedia article, mm-hmm. but it shows when each of these were first celebrated, commemorated. Uh, right. March 1st, by the way, is Zero Discrimination Day. Thank you for Uh, that. The the oldest one looks to be National Coming Out Day. No, 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 no. Lesbian Day was established in New New Zealand Zealand in 1980. 1988 was the first National Coming Out Day. Now, those are internationally recognized. There was one in the 70s. Yep. It's 1978 Mardi Gras parade in huh. Australia. Uh, okay. In the United States, we also have other days. Oh, thank goodness. Bisexual Health Awareness Month is in March. Day of Silence is the second Friday in April. <laughs> I wish every day were the Day of Silence for the LGBTQ <laughs> radicals. Harvey Milk Day is May 22nd, where we get to celebrate a sodomite. Um, HIV Long Term Survivors Awareness Day is June 5th. <laughs> LGBT History Month is in October. Justin's going to get in trouble for this one. LGBT Pride Month is in June. Pulse Night of Remembrance is on June twelfth. That that one I'm a, yeah, that one I'm yeah. I'm more than fine with. Um, although it has been termed now that they weren't targeted because they were gay. Anyway, uh, Spirit Day. Third Thursday in October, or anytime a high school has a homecoming. I was going to say, please. Stonewall Stonewall Riots anniversary is June 28th. Of course, the Stonewall Riots took place in 1969. And Transgender History Month is going to be established in August of 2024 by the California State Legislature. Oh, wait. Transgender History Month. We're bookending uh, July, August, and September now. Again, again, real quick. In terms of um, Judeo-Christian holidays, we have... We have Easter. Uh huh. And we have Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we have All Saints Day, uh, okay. which is on November okay. 1st because okay. All Hallows Eve is okay. the Eve before When's that. When's the last time anybody. We have Passover. We have Hanukkah. Well, these okay. are, again, Judeo Christian. Okay. Okay. I'm okay. tying. All right. We, of course, we have the Festival of Trumpets and the Festival of Weeks. When's the last time anybody celebrated All Saints Day? I'm, I'm sure there's Reformation Day. Yes, there are certain churches that do that. But when's Thanksgiving, the last time, and I'm going to throw Hobby Lobby in this mix. When's the last time you went to Hobby Lobby and said, "I need to, I need to get my statue of whoever 
Well, I'm All a Saints strict. Day. I'm a strict Second Commandment adherent. So, well. I, uh, no, I, we don't necessarily celebrate it, but it is on the calendar. No one celebrates these days, but they're on the. Well, actually, they celebrate. Sure, these days. they do. They celebrate these days. They break out their rainbow. Well, never mind. They're they're multicolored shirts, gaudy flags. They break out. I mean, listen, we've been calling it the cultural sexual religion now for a while. Sure. They have their own. They, they have their own days. Patent pending. They have their yeah. See see Trademark. our website for details. Trademark. Um, <laughs> PalmettaFamily.org. Um, the LGBTQIA ampersand hashtag division sign plus Tilde. movement tilde uh, spirit to we forgot the two up there the exponent. Mm-hmm. They they've been they've been worshiping at the feet of this cultural sexual religion for some time now, Justin. We've we've mm-hmm. seen it. I mean, uh, some of these days as long as uh, before you were born, barely, I was barely born. Um, it, it's fascinating that we continue down the slippery slope more rapidly than ever um, in recent days. It's like new stuff's being created all the time. And I tell people everywhere we go, every time that we talk about this, that, that plus is there for a reason because they're adding. not done. They're not done. And they are, you know, when the, uh, here we go again, when the San Francisco gay men's chorus, choir, whatever, they, they say, oh, we're coming for your children. <laughs> Believe it. it. Believe them. Speaking of that, uh, this is from a Lafayette school district in California. Um, Here's the picture on your screen. Um, this is as you enter into the school. You have you have a heart. That's cool. Oh, recycle. That must be their school. The African or the Asian American Pacific Islander recycle. But then look, there's the there's the pride flag and the BLM shirt. Wait, why why are those included? Because that's part of their legacy. Becomes our legacy, says Amanda Gorman. Now, the reason I say that this is becoming the... It goes back to our conversation yesterday about uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And the one of the base needs that he assigned was that people needed sleep, food, uh, work, and sex. Yeah, there's yeah. the four basic physiological needs. I believe work was in there. I could be wrong. Yeah, but there were. I, I got three of the four. Had to learn it in school. Now, you reach a point of self actualization where your true, authentic self is the most important thing. That lifts you to a point of true understanding of your own person and you are able to function in society best when you are self-actualized. Yes, we become transcendent. The entire pride movement, and I'm to the half dozen or so churches that were involved in the parade here in Columbia this week, and I will stand by this, and and honestly, I hope this gets picked up by the people who don't like us. Because I'm going to say this clearly and as articulately as I can. The entire LGBTQ movement is antithetical to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, I don't say that from a place of hatred. I don't say that from a place of judgment. So you're going to tell me that only God can judge and... um, I will tell you, though, that if you claim the name of Christ as a fellow Christ follower, I am actually called to judge you by your fruit. Just putting that out there. 
But the entire LGBTQ movement with this idea of self-actualization, with this idea of your your heart, your love, your sexual proclivities mean mo- more than anything, that's completely antithetical to Scripture, specifically the gospel of Jesus Christ, specifically to the idea that when we are redeemed, we are made a new creation, we are given a new mind, we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind, not to mention against more liberal theologians, there is no place in Scripture that talks about homosexual relationships being that of more sodomy than anything about men and boys. No, no, no. It says homosexual. That That's the word. There's no, we don't need a cultural significance lesson here. Not only that, but you're placing more emphasis on yourself than you are anything else. And now, and now it is a cramp down that I then have to, mm. have to. I can't just say, I disagree with you, do your thing. No, now you must accept me because I'm what matters. The Bible's very ex- they are the Bible is explicitly states its view on pride. Yeah, Proverbs uh, 16. I'm going to click stop. Uh Proverbs 16 um verses 18 and 19. Now there are those that want to unhitch from the Old Testament. Um here's looking at you Andy. Um, but I still, you know, like reading through the Proverbs and a myriad of other, my men's Bible study, Monday nights, going through the book of Nehemiah, great book on leadership. I, you know, I'm sure there are other secular books that are way more better than... Yeah, Andy's written plenty of them. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry. Um, pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Better it is to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. The wisest man that ever lived says that destruction follows pride. Destruction follows pride. Now, you can embrace the pride movement. You can march through streets, and that's the reason that flag was there, because of its strategic location on the parade route for the famously hot, infamously hot. Do they come up that way? I think they go straight down Main Street, don't they? Yeah, but Richland County Library is no, they're they're on Main. The Richland County Library is one step over. Richland County Library is on Assembly. It's not there for the parade. Okay. By the way, the City of Columbia never took down the Pride banners in downtown Columbia from last year. Just left them up. Destruction. Just left them up. Destruction. Now, our our friend of the program. Uh, we have a few. We have a few. There aren't many. <laughs> there aren't many that will claim us. Uh, Moms for Liberty was speaking at an event, yeah. uh, speaking at a board she meeting. She was speaking. She was speaking. Well, she tried to. She tried. At a school board meeting in Charleston, and Miss Tara Reed, I, I can't play the clip. Tara, Tara Wood. Tara Wood, sorry. We're, we're, watching, something er- we're watching something earlier on Bill Clinton. Um, there is a there is a um, a clip that Miss Tara Wood was testifying, uh, Freudian slip, before this school board dealing with materials in schools. And she makes a very good point at the very beginning. And that is that these books aren't being banned. The definition of a banned book is that the book cannot be purchased, it cannot be owned, it cannot be read. That's the definition of a banned book. You can kick a book out of school, see the Bible, 
You can do plenty of that. You can stop it from being available to all students, but parents can go get the book. If you really want your kids to read it, then fine. You're a parent. I, I think it's child abuse, but whatever. So Miss Wood gets up and starts uh, reading from the book. And again, I can't play this clip because it's from the book Boys, All Boys Aren't Blue, and there's some significant explicit material. The crowd behind her then starts chanting, read the whole book. Read the whole book. Now, I don't know if that was a bloodlust for more reading about gay sexual activity. I I don't know. Uh, maybe the crowd was overtaken by their eroticism. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but they wanted to read the whole book. Then she tries to give her last few seconds because they stopped. The, the board almost refused to get control of the crowd. She has ten more seconds. I was told. I was told that parents were terrorists going into school boards. That's. I, I'm sorry. That's just according to the Attorney General of the United States of America. Then she tries to fill her last ten seconds with more of her testimony, and then these people start chanting, "No justice, no, no peace. peace." What the actual heck are they talking it's about? Conflation. It's called conflation. It's like the queers for Palestine banners. It's, it's where we have this jumbled up mass of knowledge or lack thereof in our brains. And in a moment of chaos, in order to cause more chaos, we say the first thing that comes to our mind. I mean, mm -hmm, my mm -hmm. kids do this sometimes. They're children. Not to say anything of the petulance that we witnessed in this room um, in Charleston um, by those in the back of the room. Uh, sometimes people say things in order to incite more chaos. More craziness. And just because two ideas bump into one another in your head doesn't necessarily mean that those two are correlated. Right. I've said it over and over again. Correlation does not equal causation. In fact, I think in this case, one will make the argument that correlation is not even a factor. Correlation is not even a factor. Now, I can understand what they're saying in the, in some jumbled up way. Listen, man, there's no justice for the LGBTQ community when, you ban, these, when you ban these books, when you stop these books from happening and children can't read it, they're not going to be able to you know, perpetuate this nonsense later on in life. You're putting together Wait, a lot I, of complete sentences. Did I, did I, did I say perpetuate this nonsense? Uh, yeah. Sorry. Um, Shame on you. Yeah. Calling um, it nonsense. Here's, here's the issue. When we allow, when we, not just allow, when we promote this to children, it's dangerous. It's absolutely, and I know they're, they're right now that you're sky god and it's dangerous and I, I've heard it all. I've heard it all. And I don't care. Uh, yeah. And, and you know what? <clears throat> Let's stop speaking past one another. If, if you want to have a, I'd love to have a conversation with you. Mitch, palmettofamily.org. Mitch at palmettofamily.org. Feel free to email me. I'd love to chat with you. I'd love to set up a meeting where we can talk, if we can actually talk. And I'd love to hear you, if you'll be willing to hear me. And let's have a conversation, not some screaming fest. And I certainly won't engage in that. I know Justin, our team wouldn't do that. We, we want to have honest dialogue, if that's, if that's possible. And, you know, I think it's important for us to understand that children are susceptible to what's put right in front of them. Sexually explicit material yep. should not be put in front of children. It harms them. Let me say that again. It harms them. It hurts their 
for lack of, it hurts their brains. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about more than that. I'm worried. I'm concerned about their soul. Sexually explicit material does not belong in front of children. And that's my position. I believe that's the position we hold here at Palmetto Family. Sure. I think that's, I think that's an adequate and affirmative position. Now, as we take a quick break from our new religion, not our religion, but our state religion that's been enforced upon threat of death uh, to us all, uh, or banishment to the outer courts where there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth, there's still an ongoing situation in the Middle East, in Israel, Yeah, and there's been calls for a ceasefire, including from some celebrities. Thank goodness. Because they need to weigh into this. We come together as artists and advocates, but most importantly as human beings, witnessing the devastating loss of lives and unfolding horrors in Israel and Palestine. We ask that as President of the United States, you call for an immediate de-escalation and ceasefire in Gaza and Israel before another life is lost. More than 4,000 people have been killed in the last week and a half. A number any person of conscience knows is catastrophic. We believe all life is sacred, no matter faith or ethnicity, and we condemn the killing of Palestinian and Israeli civilians. Hear, hear. We urge your administrations and all world leaders to honor all of the lives in the Holy Land, holy to whom, and call for and facilitate a ceasefire without delay and end to the bombing of Gaza and the safe release of hostages. Half of Gaza's 2 million people are children, and more than two-thirds are refugees and their descendants being forced to flee their homes. Humanitarian aid must be allowed to them. As of this writing, I'm skipping down, more than 6,000 bombs have been dropped in Gaza on the last 12 days, resulting in one child being killed every 15 minutes. Now, that frames as though Israel's targeting children. Israel wouldn't, wouldn't be hitting children. Now, sometimes you can't help that in, in war. But if Hamas wasn't using the children as... Shields. Here are, some, here are the names of these people who are calling for this ceasefire. They say, quote, history is watching. They stand for freedom, justice, dignity, and peace for all people. Alyssa Milano, Amanda Seals, Anushka Shankar, Amber Tamblin, Arya Mia Liberti, Basem Youssef, Shirian Dabis, Darius Martyr, David Cross, Dominique Fishback, Dominique Thorne, Elvira Lind, Farah Basayo, Fatima Farin Mirza, Kassan Minaj, Hen Sabri, Alana Glazer, India Moore, James Seamus, Jeremy Strong, Kristen Stewart McLemore. Is that Kristen Stewart from Twilight married to McLemore? Mark Ruffalo, May Calloway Michael Malarkey, <laughs> on the nose, Michelle Wolf, uh, Shailene Woodley Shaka King, Shankar Ra, Susan Sarandon, I didn't know Susan Sarandon was still alive. Uh, John Stewart, Wanda Sykes, Joaquin Phoenix, the Joker. Um, let's see, Sandra O, oh, Rosario yes. Dawson, Andrew Garfield, Channing America Tatum. Channing Tatum, America Ferrera. Oh, okay. Well, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants is on board, so I guess everything's okay. So they're calling for a ceasefire. There's a there's an old joke that Norm Macdonald used to tell. And uh, he was on his own show right before he died. Or I say right before, a couple years before he died, Mitch. And Norm had a joke. He said, you know, I've got a friend. I can't do a Norm. I've got a friend who's... You have to have a very dry... Yeah. i got a friend. He is, he is, he is Muslim. 
and he he told me he said norm my greatest fear is that these islamic terrorists are going to get a hold of a dirty bomb and they're going to uh kill millions millions of people with this dirty bomb But what I'm really scared of is the Islamophobia that's going to come after it. Did you get it? Now, the people that were at the table with him were like, yeah, yeah. So he immediately goes, all right, let's get to some jokes. So yeah. so he, so he, what's interesting... So his comedy was a little on the nose. So I times. think... I think... Um, I don't think Corinne Jean-Pierre, we haven't heard from her on this show in quite some time, and I'm excited she's here. Oh, KJP back in action. Oh, KJP in action. I like the jacket. That's nice. Here's, here's... Maybe a little homage to Yellowstone? Here's the question. I think you'll get the question in this clip, and then you will get her answer. And it's almost like she took the norm bit and just did it herself. This level of concern right now about the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel. So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats. Uh, and so I uh, just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks. And certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab, Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities. And that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address uh, just last last Thursday. And so uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim, uh, Arab Americans, or, or any other communities. And that is something that the president has sought to do and and since day one, as you know, the president ran on on um, on you know bringing commu protecting communities, obviously, but bringing people together, the soul uh, uh, protecting the soul of the nation, uh, and so um, that is something that the president takes very very seriously, uh, and. Um, you know, we're going to continue to denounce any sort of hate uh, towards any American here, uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to be steadfast on. Again, he has he has uh, uh, advised, directed his Homeland Security uh, team to make sure that they're on top of this. So the question, I'm going to go back to the question, Madam Press Secretary, do you have any? Does the White House have any statement regarding threats against the Jewish people and these anti-Semitic? uprisings we've seen across the country college campuses high schools social clubs and she says we have no credible threats but let me tell you about the islamophobia 1400 jews are killed in the greatest terrorist attack against jews since the holocaust babies beheaded babies cut out of the mother's wombs and then the mother and the baby beheaded sorry i should have given you a warning but let's talk about the islamophobia and again, let me just be 100% clear here. No one should be discriminated against or hated because no of their religious beliefs. And as Christians, we are called to love people and woo them to Christ with, with showing them grace and mercy that we have been shown. But to stand up there as the spokesperson for the White House, what she says is what the White House says. And you're asked about anti-semitic tropes and attacks and uprisings and and we see 
hard pivot. We see significant rise in anti-Semitism right now. Yeah, of course. There are people marching through the streets of New York uh, chanting about intifada. Like, it's serious. Mm -hmm. And she says, well, well, we actually see that um, those Islamophobia is on the rise, and they're actually seeing more attacks. Wait, I'm sorry. What? What? Yeah. It's this, it's this, we have to draw a moral, it, it has to all be on the same level. No, this is just a land dispute. No, it's not. I can point you all the way back literally to, oh gosh, I'm going to test my biblical knowledge here, Genesis, well, it would have been, uh, it would have been Jacob and Esau. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at Genesis 16, 17-ish, 22 is when he took Jacob up onto the mountain. Yeah, I would go back even further to Isaac and Ishmael. I, I would go back to Abraham and the covenant God gave him. Yeah. The Abrahamic covenant, I will I will make a, a massive, mighty nation out of you. Mm-hmm. Your people be so many. And he takes matters into his own hands with Hagar and births Ishmael and that's part of the dispute that we have to this day and it's it's significant that there are people who claim that there is no anti-semitism there's no there's no one that's anti-semitic um turn on the tv pay attention there is no room for I, I, Justin, I was with someone this past weekend, and they started saying some stuff, and I was like, I think you need to pay a little more attention to what's going on. I, I shut it down very quickly. Right. But, hey, let's pay attention because, well, I just don't. You got to pay attention to this stuff because the left, and I would say media, but you know, it's like saying the same thing over and over again. They want you to believe their narrative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, drink the Kool-Aid or anything like that. It's important for us to understand that there is an intentional narrative being perpetuated and continually crafted by the left to muddy the water, to tell us that what we see is not and what is uh, happening is dangerous. Yeah. Israel was attacked by Hamas on October the 7th. Period. And the people of Israel, IDF, um, that nation, is seeking to rescue hostages in the Gaza Strip. It's seeking to um, get justice. And it's Hamas that is continually putting its own people in harm's way. Yeah. The Golda Meir once stated that if... At that time, at that time, she said the Palestinians, I believe. Um, and of course, we're not talking about all Palestinians here. We're talking about the terrorist right. groups. She says, if the if the Palestinians laid down their weapons, we would have peace. If the Israelis, if the Jews laid down our weapons, we would cease to exist. Hmm. As we wrap up the show today, oh dear, I saw this clip yesterday, and I couldn't help myself. Former President Trump was speaking in New Hampshire. Here you go. 
So we have to be careful. You got to get out there and you got to watch those voters. You don't have to vote. Don't worry about voting. The voting, we got plenty of votes. You got to watch election. Wait, what? Don't, don't worry. Don't worry about voting. We got the votes. Who are you telling that to? Your supporters? What does that mean? See, here's, here's. Anytime a candidate tells you don't go vote, don't worry about voting. Can both things be true? Can both can you say, listen, we need every single conservative to get out and vote. And we need people to watch the polls. We need poll watchers. When you're done voting, sign up to be a poll watcher. Because we need to make sure that this election is credible. Can't they're not mutually exclusive ideas. One would argue one would argue also that if they don't vote in the election because it's a presidential election, by the way, if they don't vote in the primary, you ain't the candidate. Well, you'd probably still run. But if they don't vote for you in the general, guess who else doesn't get the votes? Every other candidate down ballot. It's like that's how you lose senatorial races, I, sir. I, I think I think we have to, and, and I know I'm being an apologist, I think we have to view the comment through the the hyperbolic lens of Donald Trump's speeches. He's not saying don't vote. He's okay, saying but he said he said don't vote before though, and he meant it. I, I get it. I, I think I think I'm trying to jump into a dangerous mind I'm, here. I'm man. trying. I think what he's saying is you need to worry and he said this so often you need to worry about the election and its veracity so much that voting is down here and poll watching is up here and say that or just say get out the vote and make sure the election isn't rigged rigged stolen whatever word you want to say um yeah so I'm not saying that he's right or wrong I'm just saying that uh, something to look out for, especially considering that a recent poll shows that 38% of U.S. adults say that they uh, only followed that they follow the news all or most of the time. So if not 38%, what are you looking at on the other side there? 62%? 62% do not follow the news closely or all the time. A lot is happening. A lot will continue to happen. We'll keep you posted on all of the things that are happening or will happen. Because news is breaking all around us. But here, we sprain it. Hope you limping out of the gate. Hope you uh, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday or whenever you're watching this or listening to it. Hope you enjoy, enjoy the, the day, day you're having. Enjoy the day you're having. And uh, make sure to get ready to pay your homages. We got a lot of we got a lot of Pride Days coming up in November. Oh. Make sure you get your clerical robes and your and your um, your beads and you know why they made Pride Month in June, right? Because it comes before the fall. Well done. Yeah, my dad joke. It's all the time we have today on the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina. I'm Mitch Prosser. I'm Justin Hall. We'll save more of the dad jokes for later on this week. You're here. Have a great day.